Welcome to the Upper 90 FPL show for game week three. I'm Justin Ruderman. And I'm Garrett Post. And Garrett, we can start with our scores from game week two. How did it go for you? All things considered, not bad, Justin. I got a green arrow, so that's all I can ask for. Um, obviously, the Holland captaincy didn't quite work out how either of us wanted it to, but the Sala blank actually helped us in that aspect, didn't it, right? Obviously, Gabriel Jesus absolutely going off, um, as well as Cancelo, and then uh, Reese James scoring was definitely helpful, so I ended up with a final score of 71. Justin, how about yourself? Yeah, I just slightly below you there once again. I'm at 68 this week. Uh, obviously, our teams looked very similar at the beginning. Um, I think the only difference is Andreas and then the goalkeeper, Ward, right? So um, your Gabriel scored one, my Ward scored one, but you had Sanchez outscore Andreas by a little bit. It was that debate for me between, do I start Andreas? Do I start Perisic? I kept thinking I was going to start Perisic, but you and every other Spurs fan that I talked to, not that you're a Spurs fan, but all the Spurs <laughs> fans that I talked to said, start, do not start Perisic because he's not going to start. And I thought, well, what if he comes off the bench and he bags? Well, that's what happened. It's one point difference. Doesn't really matter, but I should have just went with my gut there in Perisic. I also got green arrows though, in every league that I'm in, including the overall. So on the way up, but still a lot of work to do uh, after these first two game weeks. So Justin, what's your rank at the, at the moment? Uh, I am 1.25 million just inside of that. What about you? I am at 341,000. So wow. pretty happy with that thus far. Yeah. Yeah. A very, very good start, obviously. I, I don't try and look too much at rank early on just obviously. because, yeah, it's about your game week ranks early, but it's about can you, you know, get in, can you score in the top million or two every single week? If you can do that, then you're going to be in the top, you know, 100,000. That's, that's what I try and think of it. Just be consistent is more important uh than necessarily that that rank but Garrett looking forward to game week three are you thinking of making any transfers obviously you didn't make any last week so you have uh two free transfers this week correct yeah Justin and you know I talked about it last week as in what I might end up doing and I can tell you now that my transfers are locked in um I said I was probably going to move out Mares and Rashford, and that is exactly what I've done. Unfortunately, both of them took a hit in price, um, but I was still able to bring in Kulisevsky um, for Mares. Obviously, it's a point two upgrade. Um, and then instead of Rashford, I downgraded to Rodrigo of Leeds, who has been on a tear, scoring three goals in his first two games. He's up to 6.1, but with the price drops and both of them going up, that leaves me with 0.1 in the bank. So how come Kulisevsky at that 8 million option? We know there's a lot of options uh, at that 8 million mark. Obviously, you couldn't get Saka, who's a popular option. You already have those three Arsenal players. Uh, but over Diaz, over Mount, how come? Well, I just decided I wanted an in on the Spurs attack. Obviously, Luis Diaz was another option, but Liverpool have been sputtering as of late. Um, and so I, I decided I'd rather go for Kulisevsky, who has been quite good so far this year. Um, obviously, you know, what wasn't able to get on the 
score sheet for Spurs against Chelsea this week, but uh, you know, very tough fixture at Stamford Bridge. But their next four fixtures look very good. Um, I have a feeling he'll be getting plenty of points. I still think that he has that starting spot over Richarlison, despite the Brazilians' impact off the bench. So I decided to go for Kulusevski for those reasons. Makes sense. Uh, I did something similar. Uh, I also brought in Dejan Kulusevski uh, for Mares because it's just that the system that City are playing this season Mares is much farther out on the wing. He's a little bit more disconnected than we saw last season, I think. And so he didn't have quite the impact in the first two game weeks that either of us expected. Plus, he was, of course, benched in that first game week. So that was unfortunate. Kulisevsky bagging uh, early on. So I agree. I need to get somebody in that Spurs attack. Kane and Son are both well too expensive for me. But Kulisevsky is that way in. I was very close to doing Diaz. To me, it's an absolute coin toss between the two. The only reason I did Kulisevsky uh, is because I think I already have Salah. So if I have, you know, one player in each team, it gives me a little bit more balance. You know, say Liverpool score three goals. I can have Salah be all of three of those goals. Uh, Spurs score a couple goals. Maybe Kulisevsky can be a couple of those goals, right? it allows me to get a higher points total in the end, potentially. So I think that's why I did it. Similar ideas to what you did. And then I did not transfer out Rashford, mostly because I have bigger problems to deal with. It's not that I think Rashford is necessarily a great option. I might transfer him out next week. Um, but right now I'm going to leave him in. He does have Liverpool, though, uh, at home, which will be a tough game, obviously. So what I did do, though, is I dropped Perisic because that was where I really had to deal with the problem. He's five and a half, and if I don't know if he's going to start or not, even though he did come off the bench and get an assist. So I decided that I was going to go for Zinchenko in that spot uh, at 5.1 million. So I save a little bit of money, um, which you know allows me to do Mares up to Kulisevsky. It leaves 0.1 in the bank. Um, but yeah, Zinchenko over players like Kyle Walker uh, that have done really, really well early on. But to me, Zinchenko is more uh, dangerous in the attack than Kyle Walker, even though Kyle Walker would have more of a, you know, guaranteed clean sheet. Uh, but yeah, I just think that Zinchenko is an incredible option. Plus I got him in right before that price rise. And so he did go up to 5.2. So it gives me a little bit less risk. And then, Justin, with that, we can move into our lineups for this week. Who do you have with the armband at this moment? At this moment, I have Mohamed Salah. And it's not that, uh, you know, Holland isn't a good option or Jesus as well. Incredible option away at Bournemouth. Um, but for me, Salah just continues to perform against Manchester United every single time. They played twice last season, right? The aggregate score was 9-0 Liverpool, and Mohamed Salah had four goals and two assists in those two games. So he absolutely bags against Manchester United, uh, and I think he will do it once again. I'm just hoping that Rashford can bag on the other end. Yeah, I'm not hoping for that second part, right? Because that would make my my uh, transferring him out look a bit silly. But I have gone for Salah for the exact same reasons. Obviously, Liverpool haven't looked the best going forward this season thus far. But, you know, if there's going to be any game for them to be motivated to get back fit and firing, 
it's going to be against United, right? Big rivalry. They're going to want to silence that Old Trafford crowd. And as you said, Salah has a fantastic record there. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, as you said, there's other good options. Newcastle away is an interesting one for Holland. Personally, I think that could end up working because I, I have a feeling he will score in this game, mainly because I don't think Newcastle will just be parking the bus in their own stadium. Um, and we know that Holland thrives on space and behind. And Bournemouth didn't give City much of that. That's not really how City got their goals uh, in the game um, last week. But I think Newcastle, there there could be counterattacks for City to exploit, and that would suit Holland. And then obviously Jesus, um, Bournemouth away is a pretty good fixture. But is he going to go off two weeks in a row? He might. He might. It's definitely not a bad option. Yeah, I just think what we saw last week from Jesus is going to be his highest scoring game week of the entire season. So don't expect that repeatedly. It is great that we got it, but um, yeah, we'll see. I think the only other question going into next week is who sits in your first bench spot. Not necessarily a huge decision, but say when your players gets benched, is it Andreas for you or is it Patterson? We both have both of those players. Personally, I'd rather have somebody else rather than Patterson at this point, but who are you putting in your first bench spot there? Yeah, I have Patterson at the moment. Um, I th- I think if Everton have a chance to get a clean sheet, it might be this game against Forrest at home. Um, I think, you know, their signings haven't come in and, and aren't really ready. They're attacking signings at least. So I think Everton could, could, you know, get a clean sheet here. That being said, you know, it's not like I'm starting him, even though there are some, some difficult fixtures um, in the back line, but um yeah, I've gone for him also because Andreas is is only 75% to play at the moment. So, Yeah, uh, similar reasoning as well. I, I've done the same, but I think it's a close one. I've just been a fan of Andreas so far this season. Uh, obviously, didn't work out in game week two, though. And then, Garrett, we did pick one viewer question. Uh, it came from Patrick, and it is which players from the newly promoted teams, Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, and Fulham, should I have in my team for the new game week if there are any? So what would your response be to that? Well, obviously, Andreas is just a really, really good option at, at 4.5, and his price ha- hasn't gone up yet, actually. Um, obviously, a bit of a knock, as we just said, but you know, I, I still think that he could end up getting some good returns for Fulham. He's playing quite far forward. In terms of the rest, I'm not sure. I think Lingard could be a punt. Um, he was unlucky not to score really against West Ham, right? That the goal came through him. He kind of scuffed it. Might have been going in, got blocked, and then I would need to put it in. Um, but outside of that, Justin, I'm not too sure if there's really anyone that I would have um in my team from the newly promoted squads. Do you have a shout that I'm not thinking of? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Don't have Taylor like me. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, for me, obviously Pereira, everybody should have Pereira. He should basically be, you know, 90% owned. If you are playing five in the midfield, starting five in the midfield is really the only reason you shouldn't have Pereira in my opinion. Um, but I, I would have, uh, Nico Williams from Nottingham Forest instead of Patterson. If I could just make that as a free transfer, I would do it. Uh, obviously not worth a hit, but I think he's a better 4 million option. I think he's, uh, looked really good and his crossing has looked fantastic uh, especially last week so yeah Nico Williams definitely good option and if, if you wanted to go for a Bournemouth player I don't think it's a good option this week but when Bournemouth fixtures get a little bit better maybe Dom Solanke 
Yeah, I'm not sure about the the Dom Solanke thing, but what I will say is if you're you know looking to bring one of these players in in the future, I definitely would have my eye on Emmanuel Dennis um, once you know he gets actually bedded into the squad at, at Forest. I think he could be really good as well. Good shout. And with that, Justin, that brings our Game Week 3 episode to a close. Thank you all so much for watching. Be sure to follow us on Twitter where we will be posting our final lineups before the deadline um, and also our Instagram and other links are in the description down below. We will see you next week with an update on how we did and potential moves. So thank you all for watching. We'll see you next week.